Now but there's another rocky road Today we're going to be talking about Sarah from The Vault, Old Friends for Sale. Recorded February 1996 at Paisley and released on the 24th of August 1999. On the track it is Prince along with his band at the time which is Michael B, Sonny T, Tommy Barbarella, Mr Hayes and the MPG Horns. The song is 2 minutes 52 and joining me to talk about today is Zach Powers and Shannon Camp. Hello. Hi. Hello. I mean there was a time when you know an artist like uh, this was kind of particularly popular at the start of like rock and roll. Um, and someone like Chuck Berry would record an entire album that was just women's names and each of the songs would be about women that they knew and um, to me this feels almost like it's a little bit of a throwback to that like it feels like Prince is recording a song that has a women's name in the title just to you know kind of I don't know to me it feels a little bit like a kind of a little bit of like a, a rock song but it's I don't know because you've got the horns it feels a bit more kind of like um not like specifically jazz but it, it just has kind of like i don't know i think the horns kind of make it hard to figure out exactly what genre prince is aiming for but to me it makes me think of like you know a simple kind of like rock song we're looking at the lyrics and we both zeroed in on the i'd never raise my hand to you no telling what my foot will do uh i'm kidding baby that's a joke Maybe I just got my heart broke, That's which I actually thought was a really funny part of the song because, yeah, like, that it's the sort of me. lame joke you make at when your feelings are hurt, and he immediately is like, well, I did just get my heart broken. That's, uh, that line always stood out to me. And, it, like, the, I'm kidding, baby, it's a joke. It was just very funny, but it struck me as, like, intentionally funny. Not the way I was laughing at the apocalypse line from Welcome to the Dawn. Like, this was, like, Prince, like, really nailing <laughs> the behavior of a man who's just been broken up with or had some sort of heartbreak so i enjoyed that yeah. a lot i think that's a little bit why it made me think of like a kind of almost like a early chuck berry where he would he would talk about being wronged by someone and there was always a kind of undertone of him reacting violently <laughs> yeah turning violent but never really turning violent like just kind of joking about it in the same way that prince is joking about it here like you know, where he's, he's saying, you know, oh, I'm kidding. You know? I mean, I think with those old singers, if there's a mention of violence, it's probably a little bit less of a joke and it's a little bit less hard, a little bit less lighthearted than it is here. Yeah. So I thought it was like, if anything, it was him kind of subverting that toxic masculinity in a playful way. Yes. I guess that's what I was clumsily trying to say. Yeah. It like, <laughs> it, remi it reminds me of those songs because in those songs, maybe what they're saying is you know maybe 90 percent serious whereas here prince is you know he's he's literally turning it on his head and i mean you know you i mean you can't imagine i mean maybe with his cane prince would poke out at people but uh you can't imagine like a you know i don't think it would be too too hard of yeah. a poke. yeah <laughs> yeah just a little playful poke <laughs> yeah. um um i do like this song uh sometimes there's some prince's songs prince songs where i find the vocals either overproduced or the backup vocals a little grating. I do appreciate this song as being a little more stripped down, a little bit more 
just i mean it's just kind of prince singing and it really yeah. works for me in that regard i really liked this song it was energetic and like sexy but in a playful way and it sort of had like a funny back and forth of like complimenting her and like being in an argument with her <laughs> and they sort of turn your expectations on the head their head by being like there's another woman coming so you gotta get out of here <laughs> by the end of the song so it just like it really kept me on my toes it was a very engaging listen compared to maybe the, some of the other ones this batch uh like when the lights go down that were a little bit more like fade into the background kind of lessons yeah and you know it like the fact that prince talks you know he starts out saying girl you show looking pretty and then when he says girl you got your good shoes on ribbon in your hair that skirt ain't talking too long which i think is a, a kind of a nice way of putting that when he says i could see your underwear like it's it's very kind of playful and prince is like it's clear that he's not taking it seriously and the fact that he you know the chorus is just sarah oh sari honey is that you uh you know and i think it's you baby like i just like the kind of you know, is it is that you, baby? Like the kind of each time he does the chorus, he changes the second line a little bit to kind of as if he's not quite clear on exactly who this person is. Yeah, and it's such mm -hmm. a detailed description. I feel like he has to know that it's her, but it's sort of like not a neg, but him like trying to play it cool. Like, hey, I clearly see that it's you, but is it you? Yeah. And I think the idea, obviously, because of the Tina line, the idea is that there's a few women who are interested, and he's like, uh, oh, yeah. which one is this? Is it Sarah? I think it's Sarah. Yeah. I mean, I do like I do like that when he's like, I hate to be the I hate to be the one to tell you that your day is done. You best get your shit and gone, <laughs> or Tina won't be alone. Like it's just I like as well the fact that he he lets her know Tina is the one who is who's joining. You know, who's like the next person's going to be joining him, and it's just like Sarah, please get out of here. Tina is Tina is going to be waiting otherwise. And uh, yeah, I don't. Know. It's just it's it's you know the fact that the I mean the MPG horns at this point they were kind of fairly new. So the kind of I like the little stabs that they're doing and, you know, the production of the song is very kind of, um, you know, it's very kind of light. It's not, you know, like for a song that is, you know, like you say, there's the, like Prince isn't like double tracking or triple tracking his vocals. He's just, you know, it's got a clear, a very kind of clear vocal line and, you know, you can really hear what he's singing. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's like it's it's just I don't know, it's, it's just a fun song. And um, the fact that. I don't know. For years, people have tried to puzzle out exactly who this Sarah is that he's talking about, and I don't think there is a specific Sarah that he's talking about. Like, yeah, in this in this I case, agree. it's just it just feels like Sarah could be anyone. It just happens to be that that's the name he's settled on. Um, yeah, it's just a woman's name. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I agree. I, yeah, I, I, I just I like the idea of Prince kind of painting this picture of him going out to the city, meeting this girl, and then being like, "Okay, you know, you're very attractive and everything's great, but." there's somebody else who's also coming and I want you to be out of the way by the time they get here. Like, I don't know. It, paint, it paints him as kind of like a, you know, a philanderer, but he's not really a philanderer. Like it, it's kind of like the most playful version of, of Prince that we've kind of heard for a while on, on, you know, I mean, most of kind of emancipation and the truth was very kind of heavy. And so to kind of hear, I mean, this is actually, you know, an earlier Prince, basically this is Prince from 91 and he's a lot more kind of carefree. And so it's kind of nice as we get to the end of the 90s to still hear like that early prince who was very kind of carefree. And, you know, before he got married, you know, before uh, before everything happened with Maite, he was he was still someone who was, you know, looking to go out on the town um, and, you know, meet women. 
Uh, which I, mean, I feel like that goes without saying when it comes to princes. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't feel Prince needed to put this into like a, a song for us to understand that this was his lifestyle in the early nineties. I feel like this is kind of like oh, of, of course, Prince is out in the town meeting multiple women. Like that's like it just it just feels like a kind of you know a, a kind of an easy reflection of what you would expect yeah. Prince to be. Which I also feel is why it kind of plays a little bit with your expectations because it's like of course you expect Prince is a ladies' man. And it almost feels like he's leaning into that a little bit here and kind of, you know, that's why if, if it feels like it's not a completely serious picture of exactly what Prince was like. I think another thing about the song that I kind of appreciate is there's definitely a tendency from my experience with Prince for him to have pretty lengthy songs, whereas this one just kind of gets in and gets out like it gets the job done and we're uh, like it doesn't uh, it doesn't uh, like overstay its welcome. Not that his really good songs overstay their welcome per se, but he has a tendency towards long songs and this one is kind of snappy and quick. Yeah. That's also why it made me think of like early rock and roll songs. Cause it's like, it's, it's out in under three minutes and you know, yeah. generally that was, if you wanted to hit on the jukeboxes, you know, you made sure your song lasted less than three minutes. Uh, for some reason, teenagers in the fifties just wanted to listen to songs for three minutes and then listen to another song. Um, and they criticized the end for TV generation for having no attention span. Um, so yeah and I like as well at the end you kind of quietly hear Prince say good one more take which is like his instruction to the band of like oh yeah I really like the end of it it's it's like it finishes quickly and then he's like okay let's let's do that one more time (laughs) and you never know if really he did go back and do one more time although you know the production on this apparently went into 92 a little bit so maybe he did but I don't know I just I like the I just like the way it finishes it's kind of you know a little abrupt and like you say it's out there quickly and then Prince is just like wait there you know, maybe this isn't up to my, my current standards. Let's go back and have another try at it. Um, you know, which again kind of makes you... Obviously, Prince lived in a recording studio, so he could go back and record songs as many times as he wanted. So, But I do like the idea that he, he decided to kind of just leave that in. Again, it may, it's one of those things that makes this song feel, you know, a bit more playful. So for me, I would have to say uh, a clear five out of five. I love this song. You know, like it's, it, like it's so breezy and light and, you know, just so enjoyable. The MPG horns are great. You know, the overall tightness of the band as well, you know, they'd only been together a couple of years, but you can really hear like that the band, there's a couple of times where there's a few stop starts that they kind of hit. And, you know, it's like, it's a nice, clear Prince vocal, you know, he, he's he's front and center. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we've come to. We've come to a Prince song for Prince singing nicely at us. And that's what you get from this. Yeah, it's definitely a clear five out of five for me too. This was my favorite of this batch of songs that we listened to. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, of the six songs that I've covered for this show, this was my favorite, I think, of the of all six, probably. So, yeah, uh, I'll go along with the consensus. I'll go five out of five for it, too. Uh, Prince never performed this song live, uh, which is true of many of the songs off the vault. That's surprising. Um, he, uh, well, I mean, Prince was never... I mean, he has so many, but... Also, Prince was never one for performing older songs. So, um, you know, he he had a habit of, you know, if particularly by the time this song got released, it was like eight years old. So yeah. it was highly unlikely he was ever going to go back and visit it. So, um, but yeah, which is a pity because I think, you know, with a full band and with the horns, this would have been a nice song for him to, to do live. Um, so anyway, I feel like we said about as much as we can about Sarah, whoever she may be. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Yeah, our podcast, Stage of Fools, which is about E's first scripted show, The Royals, is currently on hiatus just because the future of the TV show it's based on is completely undecided right now. Uh, But you can go and listen to our 
previous four seasons. Uh, basically, we talk about this show that's supposed to be a modernization of Hamlet, but gets incredibly ridiculous. And I do a separate podcast called The Revisionists, not the Malcolm Gladwell Revisionist History, just The Revisionists, where we uh, look at a person or event from history. Uh, one person on the podcast presents a real account of that person or event, and then another person creates uh, as crazy an alternate version as they want, doesn't have to end the same, doesn't have to be have the same results, can have ninjas and robots and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and copyrighted characters in it. And uh, at the end, we vote on what becomes the true history of the world moving forward. And yeah, you could check that out wherever podcasts are sold, but it's free, so not sold, just downloaded. Just distributed. Yeah. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter for Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guests here, Zach and Shannon. Oh, yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. And otherwise, goodbye.